What's up, everybody? Thomas Brandon here. Welcome to Three Wide in the Middle, your home for all things racing. And big, big show on the pod today as me and Keith are going to dive into the bump and run with Logano and William Byron. We're going to talk about that briefly um, before we dive into Jacob Allen's phenomenal win at Lincoln Speedway and also how Carson Macedo is now pressuring Brad Sweet in the championship points. And then we've got probably the most controversial ask three wide we've ever received as we have a couple of guys from Pennsylvania asking us to settle a debate as one of them claims Pennsylvania has produced the greatest collection of sprint car drivers ever and the other one claims that it's California. So me and Keith are going to settle that debate on today's show as well so should be fun enjoy all right Keith, what's going on my man how is uh how's been, how's been the last week been good it's been yeah. good weather weather's getting warm dude the still weather here still raining races out though that's the downfall yeah dude the weather here has been ridiculous like it we had a week where it was literally in the 50s and 60s it shot up to the high 80s low 90s went back down to the 50s and 60s and now it's gonna you know it's like 75 today and by saturday it's gonna be like 92 like it's yeah, uh, kind of yeah. driving me crazy like the overnight lows here have been fairly chilly mm-hmm. but like not like you know winter coat chilly like yeah. it's been comfortable and man I, I was looking at the weather just the other day because we're going to a uh garth brooks concert saturday and man nice it's going to be in the high 80s for the next two weeks. I love it because it's great racing weather mm-hmm. and just weather, good weather to be outside. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, been a been a crazy week with the weather, but overall, like you said, you know, a lot of stuff been rained out. But we did get some racing in, and we got to talk about. We yeah, we had a. We did have uh, the cup race at Darlington throwback weekend, which was which was pretty good. And then also we had a Jacob Allen pulling out a big win with the Outlaws at Lincoln, which was a really good race. I don't know if you got to see that, but that Ooh. was a really, really good race. Who so, would have thought? Yeah, so we'll talk about that some too. But before we get into the sprint cars and, uh, you know, dive into that because we do have a big time debate that we'll be settling at the end of the pod today uh, when it comes to sprint car racing from an ask three wide question um we got to talk about this whole joey logano bump and run on william byron because everybody's up in arms about this so let me find my intimidator glasses here exactly exactly everybody acts like that this this type of racing, well, not even that. This type of racing did not die with Dale Earnhardt. Like, I mean, people have been doing bump and runs for no. a long time. Like, it, it's continued to happen for years. I don't understand why this is such a big I deal. I don't understand why they're all pissed off. Like, I, mean, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it either. And look, 
we can all sit there and talk about how William Byron owns uh, owes Logano. That's fine. He should. Yeah. I, I've got no problem with that. And when he does it, when he pays him back, it's like, dude, you earn that. You deserve that. But to make such a big deal out of it, like I get it. Byron ended up in the wall. Like that sucks. But that's also kind of a a, a byproduct of just a bump and run at Darlington. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like that just happens. Like you never truly want to wreck a guy. No. But come on. Yeah, it They've doesn't take much. Yeah. The 80s. yeah, it doesn't take much to a little extra tap at Darlington for you to end up in the wall like that track. I mean, there's it, a reason it, why they call it the Darlington Stripe. It's almost like you can't use the word chrome horn. Yeah. <laughs> in today's NASCAR vocabulary. But I'm telling you, Joey Logano, that, that was a really good move. Like, yeah, he probably could have waited to pass him. Mm-hmm. But. If you wait, what if something happens? What if he blows a tire? What if what if he gets into the wall and then he's screwed? He's not paid to to drive around in second. That's not what he's getting paid to do. And with the new playoff, I'm not even going to say new playoff format. With the playoff format, mm-hmm. winning your end in the playoffs. William Byron's got two wins. Maybe that's set in the back of my Joe Logano's mind, or even being somewhat stuffed into the wall on the exit of turn two. So yeah. You know? Willie Beaton had one coming too. Exactly. And look, like you said, Byron's got two wins. He's in the playoff. All right. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean he, you know, it's like, okay, I've got two wins. I'm good. Like, obviously, he wants to win as many races as possible. But Logano, you can't, one thing that you cannot fake or replicate is desperation. Right. And this is something and, and we see this all the time in other sports. Right? If you, the NBA playoffs is going on right now. And it's a great, there's great examples of it where you will see and hear all these so-called experts talking about like right now, the Milwaukee Bucks are beating the Celtics three to two in a seven game series, right? Well, obviously Milwaukee needs to win one out of the next two to move on where Boston has to win the next game. They have to, their level of desperation is going to be greater than that of Milwaukee's. It's just human nature because if they don't win, they're out. It's the same type of situation. When you look at this, Logano has a chance to win a race. He's right there. He's faster. He makes the move because you can't, like you said, what if you just ride around something can happen you know one of the reports that you'll see right now on nascar's website is about ryan blaney ryan blaney's been one of the fastest drivers all season long and the biggest question with him is is when can he close out a race like he hasn't got a win cannot catch a break (laughs) you know what i mean so you think ryan blaney if he was in that situation logano was i bet you he'd have done the same thing exactly and and here's my thing Anybody that sits back and says, I wouldn't have done that, you're is, full of it. Is is either lying or not a true racer. Mike Skinner said it best when he said, I would crash my mom to win a race. Because absolutely. any any true racer would do the same thing. Whether it's a go-kart. Yep, exactly. 500-pound stock car. Anybody that says, well, I wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Sit back and think about it for a second, because I most definitely think you would. Yes. Because I would. You would. Anybody in their right mind would because, one, it pays a hell of a lot more to win races than it does to finish second. Yes, it does. And that's what your sponsors pay you to do. That's what your team pays you to do, to win races and win championships. Yep. That did, did, I'm sure he didn't want Willie B to, to hit the wall, but unfortunately, no. control your car better. But then again, it was a good bump. Yep, exactly. And, and, 
and like I told you before we started, just being on Twitter and seeing everybody so upset, it's like, man, I don't know what these people would have done in the 80s and 90s with Dale Sr. doing the same thing. Yeah. And it continued. Yeah, it kind of died off a little bit. But even then, the bump and run's a big thing in racing. Yes, it's so a part of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so, just, so, yeah, congrats to Logano on the win. He did what just about every other driver would do and got the win. So, good on him. He's now in the playoffs. And, you know, that's just one more one more driver who's locked himself in. And uh, right now you've got, you know, Chase Elliott in the lead in the points, followed by William Byron. And you've got Blaney, like we just talked about, in third, right, without a win. You know, if you, yeah, if you look at the top 10 in points right now, you know, three of them don't have wins. And it's Blaney, Truex Jr., and Christopher Bell. And those guys have all showed speed, and they just haven't been able to close it out um, this week. Logano was able to close it out and got the win. So, you know, congrats yeah, to him. i tell you one thing that did surprise me from Darlington and the Logano finish is kind of overshadowing it is colleague racing. Justin Haley finished fourth or third. What a run for them guys. Mm-hmm. New yeah. team. I'm going to say rookie driver because he didn't, he didn't really race a full, full schedule. He did, but he didn't. Man, and then it's the product of the new car. The, these smaller teams are going to have a chance, and they they proved it. As long as you ride around, take care of your stuff, you'll be there. Exactly. So yeah, it was definitely a good run for him, man. And you know that is a that is a tough, tough track. You know that is not an easy oh, track absolutely. to do it. So and and that's another thing. Like like we were talking, if if Joey waits and he pancakes the wall, then what? Mm-hmm. You exactly. go from second to 30 second. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. I think the move was awesome. Um, it falls in line with everything that's been going on this year, the storylines. Yep. I mean, look at Ross Chastain. Look at yeah. his move. Dakota is yeah. a little worse, but yeah, it's a product of this year. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. These old guys have got to make a statement now, and that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yep. So yeah, it was a it was a pretty good week, a pretty good weekend of racing. I I actually enjoyed the the racing there at Darlington, and so I'm I'm one of those guys who just I always love the races at Darlington. So it was cool uh, to see, yeah. and yeah, you know, it, with the yeah, and with the whole throwback weekend and everything, that was just awesome. So we got Kansas coming up this week, and then after that, we've got the All Star Race, which is going to be in Texas. Um, they do that different now. Um, they've done it for a few years now, but they they run the all-star race at Texas, the whole all-star weekend that they've got. And then we've got Charlotte after that and the Coke 600 um, on probably my favorite weekend of racing of uh, the year where we've got the Indy 500 and the Coke 600. So I mean, how can you not like that weekend? Yeah, it's just an awesome weekend. It's the one day that I literally wake up in the morning and just watch racing. It's like yep. the one day that I'm just like, hey, wife, kids, this is what I'm doing today. I don't do that any other day of the year, not even my birthday, but that day, Memorial Week and that, that yeah, exactly. That it's following uh, Monday, mm-hmm. Outlaws come to town in my, here in Lawrenceburg. Oh, that's you know, awesome. That's a good weekend. It is a very good weekend. Now, speaking of the Outlaws, it's a good segue there. Speaking of the Outlaws, 
last night, Lincoln Speedway, Jacob Allen got the win in what was an incredible race. Um, it was a really Fantastic. fun race to watch. Yeah, did you get to see the whole race, Keith? I didn't watch the whole thing. I caught what I what I could. I was pretty busy at work last night, but man. man. It was an awesome race, man. Uh, Peck looked to be the guy to beat, you know, at in the beginning. Macri jumped out to an early lead and seemed pretty That's fast. Right. Yeah, and he That's was right. fast, yeah. And in and obviously when you when you talk about the PA drivers, right? The whole Pennsylvania posse and all that stuff like that. Anytime they go to these tracks in Pennsylvania, you always know that those guys are going to be fast, right? It's the the same guys all the time. They're going to be fast. They grew up racing those tracks. So as expected, exactly. It's like when they, when the outlaws are out West with the California drivers, right? You see the California drivers do like, you look, you know, look at Giovanni Selzy, right? Got two wins when they did their West coast swing. So you, you know that those guys are going to be fast and Macri was fast. Uh, Peck was up there. Then Peck got the lead. Macri got a horrible restart. And lost a couple of positions. I yeah. don't know what had happened, but he Terrible. like slid high or something coming out of turn four on the restart it and almost, lost like two or three spots. It almost looked like his car kind of stumbled. Yeah, like, I thought for a second off a little bit. Like I was like, oh god, butterfly valves or something just went wrong on the the injector of that car, and then it it took off. But, yeah, I thought for a split second there, I thought that something was broke like it looked like he had hit the throttle and then it just didn't go yeah yeah because i mean that's that was not that was more than like him being late on the restart that was i'm i'm i would be quicker on the restart than that like he he was like a full second behind like it was it was pretty bad so don't know what happened but he dropped back a couple spots and peck had the lead and when they got into the lap traffic and jacob allen just ran him down and got around him and uh, ended up winning the race. I mean, it just was an awesome run by Jacob Allen. And once again, we talked about it. We've talked about him all season long because he just continues to impress Carson Macedo with another podium finish. This dude has just been on can a we just, uh, heater, man. Can we just go ahead and nickname him Mr. Consistency? Dude, right <laughs> now he is, man. It has been crazy. He you cut know? that points lead down to eight. I know. I know it's nuts, man. And to be honest, it, I don't, I don't know if he could have gotten around Allen because Allen was fast, man. But if had, they had had another caution late in that race and bunched it back up, I do Ooh. think Macedo could have gotten at least second because he was coming, man. He was fast. Well, I think we'd be talking about a different race because I, I feel like Macedo's the type of guy that if the yellow came out, he'd probably go for it. But then mm -hmm. again, somebody on Twitter explained it perfectly. Carson Macedo is showing exactly what everybody needs to see about taking care of their equipment. Yes. And getting to the end. He he's points racing to a perfection. Yes, he is. Yes, he and is. I don't know who sat down and then kind of talked to him about it, but man, it, it worked because uh, yep. I've not seen Carson Macedo be this consistent every mm -hmm. single week. And it's every single week. If he continues it on, man, I, Brad Sweet, it's, you better win a lot more than one race. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to win the championship just winning one because Macedo has been super consistent. I mean, lights out. Yeah, lights out. Yeah, on the year, let me see. He's got nine top fives and fifteen top tens. Yep, and four wins out of eighteen starts. So 
He's, pretty good. Yeah, per, <laughs> very good, man. And like you said, he cut that points lead down to just eight points. And that's, whew, man, that is incredible. Now they've got, this weekend, they've got the Morgan Cup coming up Friday and Saturday at Williams Grove Speedway. So it's going to be interesting to see what World happens there. I'm, yeah, I, I, I love watching the Outlaws at Williams Grove. I really do, man. It is such a, it's a, such a unique track. And um, one of the first races I ever watched on TV when I was a kid was at Williams Grove. Because I, I, I remember, I'm like, why are they driving under a bridge? Like, that was the only thing I could remember when I was that kid. I was, I just kept being like, why do they keep driving under that bridge? You know what I mean? Because I'd never seen a track like that before. So awesome. Yeah. And so they've got that coming up. The Morgan Cup, obviously, big, big weekend. And for Jacob Allen to get a win at Lincoln heading into it, definitely, uh, you think definitely he's on a high note. I, probably. That would be my <laughs> guess. Yeah, that would be my guess. So, you know, anytime the posse and the outlaws battle and the posse comes out on top, that driver's usually celebrating. So, <laughs> and um, I'm sure, I'm sure he did some celebrating too, because he's somebody, and we talked about him. What was it? A week or two ago where, you know, him and Shuhart both, we talked about them where, they show speed and they have such a hard time closing out the races, right? You know, yeah. finishing them off, you know, and he, he put together a masterpiece at Lincoln. It was, it was something to behold. And who, who would have thought little cousin have more wins this year so far? Exactly. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. So it'll be cool to see if he can keep that up heading into the, obviously, you know, a big event this weekend. I think um, he can. I, I really think, he, think can he can too. I really think he can too. You know, I mean, last night was probably his biggest win of his career as so far. Yeah, and I'd probably say so. He's riding that wave of momentum, man. Mm-hmm. Once when you got that wave of momentum, you you your confidence is so high, and I'd yeah. say that's probably the highest I've seen Jacobs. Because I mean, he it's not like he's not been fast every so often he's he's oh, yeah he'd week in and week out it's just the tough luck of mm-hmm. of racing yeah but yeah i mean he he looked like it was cool to see um him in victory lane because he looked like he reminded me of like a a a, a 10 year old kid who just won his first ever race like that's he, how big of a deal it was it was awesome Jake, to see jacob allen reminds me of one of them old stoner surfer dudes yeah <laughs> he does kind of like, look like that, man. When I just glance at him and, and you hear him talk, and it's like, all right. He does kind of remind me of someone I would see on the beach in, in Southern California. That's a fact. That's a hell of a race car driver, though. <laughs> yes, he is. He's a hell of a hell of a race car driver. Hell of a race car driver. So, and that, you guys, that's going to bring us to. We got to we got to dive into this. There are some other things that we could talk about in terms of news, right? There's stuff going on in the F1 world and and things like that that we could cover. But cover that fake yacht club. Yeah, but we got a ask three wide uh, question in the email, and if you guys want to ask us a question, you can send it. It's an email at ask three wide at gmail dot com. That's ask the number three wide at gmail dot com. And really quick. Uh, those of you guys who have also sent in follow-up emails, um, after we've 
talked about your original email, just so you know, once I read your email on here, I delete it. This inbox I use strictly for this. I don't use it for anything else. I have like six other email accounts that are active that I use for my business, for all other types of things. So when I look into this one, I open it up. If I see nothing in the inbox, I immediately close it out. So I don't save the emails, right? As soon as we do them on, on, on here, I just delete them. So if you write me a follow-up, Okay, we had the guy who asked about the whole Bitcoin, right? Investing in the cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. He sent me a follow-up email saying he was talking more specifically about Bitcoin and like Dogecoin or something like that. Um, but initially, I don't know who that is, right? So you you need to like kind of readdress what you wrote initially because I don't have the original email. I just deleted, okay? So, but anyways, now we got that out the way. We got an Ask 3 wide and... They want us to settle a debate. So this is really interesting. We got this just a couple of days ago. I checked these on my boxing on the day of the here because I feel yeah. like we're going to need them. <laughs> <laughs> so this was really, really interesting. So I checked the email, uh, you know, usually the, the day of the podcast. I checked it this morning at about 3 a.m. My time is one of the first things I did this morning when I was up having my, my coffee for the day. And I got an email. The guy wrote in as his his name, he put Timmy. These are not his his real names. He's using a fake name. So Timmy writes in, and the gist of it is this. He tells the story. They're at their they were watching a race, and his buddy makes the comment. His buddy's name, who he calls Shaq. Okay, so basically they're watching a race. Shaq makes the comment that Pennsylvania has produced the greatest collection of sprint car drivers. And it's better than any other state. This is the argument that Shaq is making. Okay. Timmy fires back and says, no, I don't think that's the case. I think California is better. Okay. Now, he writes in and wants us to settle this debate for, for him and Shaq. Okay. Whatever their real names are. They're using fake names. And I can imagine why. If Timmy gave his real name and was at Williams Grove this weekend, he'd probably be lynched, okay? <laughs> for the people who are listening to this podcast, yeah. for the fact that he's not full in all, you know, all about the PA posse and anybody, the fact that he would even say that California is has been better with the drivers, okay? So I understand the whole fake name thing. That being said, they just say sprint car drivers, okay, in the email. Now, me and Keith were discussing this before we started the podcast, all right? And the way that I assumed that what he was talking about is winged sprint car drivers, more specifically like outlaws, because that's what his buddy, that's one of the things that his buddy is citing here is that he said that his his friend Shaq was saying that the PA drivers have more outlaw wins, like collectively more outlaw wins than any other state does, okay? So that's like his argument that he's using. Which could be the case. I don't know. I, I I didn't take the time to add it all up. Okay. So that was kind of his whole premise. All right. So since we're talking about that, we're, 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 since we're looking specifically at outlaws, right? That more towards that side of things, because I'm going to, me and Keith were talking about this before the show started. If we were talking about all sprint car racing, winged and non-wing, no offense, PA Posse, right, but Jay. you guys, yeah, you're not Take in back seat. You're not in the top three. Okay. Like you're behind Ohio, Indiana, California. Like you guys are you guys are further back. But 
also PA doesn't do a lot of non-wing racing, right? They don't that non-wing isn't their starting thing. Starting like, to. They're doing they're more of to. it. Yeah, they're doing more of it. But like when you think of non-wing, you think of Indiana. Indiana. Like that's, I mean, you, that's what you guys call sprint car racing. Sprint yeah. car racing in Indiana uh, doesn't involve a wing. Where yeah. sprint car racing in Pennsylvania has a wing, right? So so that's kind of what we're using here. All right. So me and Keith are gonna basically kind of debate this. Now I went, I pulled stats, okay. And first of all, I it's been a long time since I've actually dove into World of Outlaws sprint car stats, and it's pretty incredible. So, first of all, if we look at this, all right, let's just we'll we'll just look at the PA side from the beginning here. And we're just gonna talk about just straight data right now, okay? Um, the Pennsylvania side, the PA drivers, okay? The number of drivers that they have that have actually won a race with the Outlaws is pretty incredible. Um, it's insane, actually. Uh, it's... I have 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26, 28, 30, 30, 33. All right, at least according to the World of Outlaws website. So 33 different drivers have won an outlaw race from Pennsylvania. Um, that's that's insane. Okay, like that's that's really a lot. And as far as I know, that's it's probably one of the most um, I don't want to say it is the most because I haven't gone through and broken down all these stats, but it's a lot. Okay. It's a ton. Now, when you look at the drivers on this, because, and this is another thing that you can get lost on, right? Is the, just the sheer volume. And you mentioned this earlier, Keith, right? We're talking about the drivers who basically this, they're claiming like, this is their, their state. Okay. So, you know, Pennsylvania, right? You've got, we, we talked about earlier, you've got, you know, Steve, Steve Smith, Stevie Smith, right? You've got Fred Raymer, Freddie Raymer, right? You've got, you know, Greg Hodnett, Tim Schaefer, Logan Schuhart, right? Like these are all big time names, Danny Dietrich, right? You, the list goes on and on and on and on. And then you've got people down further, you know, further down that have only, you're talking single digit wins, you know, obviously the late Kevin Gobrick, uh, Lucas Wolf, Brock Zierfoss, right? So it's a, it's a solid list of drivers. I mean, do you disagree, Keith? Like, that's a solid... I mean, you're talking about uh, some of the... It's a good list. It's a good list, okay? Now, one of the things that I did find pretty interesting, though, was the number of championships, okay? Um, not a ton from PA, Okay. Um, that's largely due to the fact that this guy named Steve Kinzer is from Bloomington, Indiana. Okay, so basically, Indiana I mean, just, I say? just takes just... the cake, right? And then this other guy, Donnie Schatz, is from freaking Fargo. You know what I mean? So, like, those guys... When two you... opposite sides of the yeah, spectrum Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when you look at just the historical Outlaw Championship winners, I was shocked by this when I actually looked at it. You've only got... 10 people that have won a world of outlaws championship the outlaws have been around since 78 it's, it's 78 or 76 i think it's 78 if i'm remembering correctly so 1978 that's a long time right you're talking more than 30 years there's only 10 drivers who've won championships kinzer has 20 swindell three 
And then you've got Bobby Davis Jr., Dave Blaney, Mark Kinzer with two, Lasoski with one, Schatz with 10, Myers with two, Pittman with one, and then Brad Sweet with three, right? So PA drivers kind of lacking on that list. We've only got, you know, a, a couple California guys on there though, all right? So it's not like they're dominating the championships. So when you look at it based on championships, you could make the case that, look, California beats PA, okay? We could make that case. But if you look at the total number of wins, right, once again, PA can beat out California just because of the, you're, you're talking about sheer volume, okay? So let's look at just the top drivers right now in terms of wins from PA. Okay, we'll look at the top. Let's just go. We'll go top 10 on both. So Stevie Smith, Bobby Allen, Logan Schuhart, Tim Schaefer, Greg Hodnett, Lance DeWeese, Don Kreitz Jr., Fred Raymer, Keith Kaufman, and Cody Dara. That's your top 10 from PA in terms of wins. All right, pretty good list. Very good list. Now let's look at the California side. We've got Brad Sweet, Jason Myers, Kyle Larson, Tim Kading, Carson Macedo, Tim Green, Tyler Walker, Brent Kading, Jimmy Seals, Jimmy Sills, and Rico Abreu. So that's the top 10 from California. Now, if I just said, look, you got to pick a team, Keith. You can have those 10 drivers from California or those 10 drivers from Pennsylvania. Who are you picking? Uh, man, I'm going to catch a bunch of flack from my PA friends, but I got to go with California. I got to. I, I got to too, man. And that's not just because I'm from California. And those of you guys who have listened to me for any length of time know that there's not much about this state that I really like. Okay. I really don't like it. Not a big fan of California. I'm not, but I I kind of I kind of agree, man. You know, when you look at the the drivers from California, we're talking about just the top, okay, right now. Those top ten, man, that is hard to 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 walk away from, right? Because, and I really think if you look at it in terms of just kind of a head to head, right? I mean, you look at the top three, for example, from PA. Stevie Smith, Bobby Allen, Logan Schuhart, the top three from California, Brad Sweet, Jason Miles, Kyle, Jason Myers, Kyle Larson, right? Like, dude, anything with Kyle Larson on the list is is pretty freaking amazing. And dude, yeah. I loved Stevie Smith. I love Stevie Smith was one of my favorite drivers to root for. Like I've talked about before, Hod was my man. But dude, Stevie Smith in the black nineteen Ingersoll Rand car, I absolutely loved watching him and rooting for him when they came to California. I loved it, man. He was awesome, dude. Like, I love the dude. You know what I mean? But I got to say, if I had to pick, I would probably pick the California drivers, right? So I think that's, I think it's tough when you look at the top. Now, on the whole, they both have actually produced almost the same number of drivers. Um. They really have. I think it's, I, I almost think it's like to a man where in terms of, in terms of number of drivers that have won. Okay. So let me do this real quick. 
So the posse's got they've got five more. So five more drivers from Pennsylvania have won a race over drivers from California. Is that enough to say that the Pennsylvania posse has produced the greatest collection of sprint car drivers over any other state? Yeah, yeah it's debatable. It is debatable. It is that, debatable. What we're doing. It is debatable, hey, yeah. <sighs> it's tough. Now I know my I know all my friends from PA who are listening to this are probably screaming right now. I can I just do. hear yeah, I can just hear I can, I can just hear, hear Royer right yeah, now in my I can, ear. I can hear Jeremy and, and Kenny and everybody else going freaking bonkers that I'm even debating this. Unfortunately though, yeah. man, it's just so hard to not side with the California guys. It it's tough, man. It's tough. You know the the one thing that I would and look, here's the deal. If I had to pick a group of drivers, right? If we were looking at PA versus California. If we're talking about let's just say that there's a mythical we, I mean we obviously have a Pennsylvania, you know, sprint week, right? Let's just say we were going to have a, a mythical California sprint week. We don't do that. We've got a West Coast swing, but we were going to do an actual sprint week. If I had to pick a team of drivers residing from the state of that sprint week, meaning like if it was in Pennsylvania, I had to pick a team of five drivers from Pennsylvania, or I had to pick a team of five drivers from California, and I had to bet on which one would do better. To be honest, I would pick the PA guys. I think those guys on their home turf really are probably the best. Oh, you know, absolutely. They're, yeah. they're absolutely the best. Like the California guys... You know, they do good out here, but they don't dominate, right? Like, I mean, just last year, uh, what was it, Gold Cup? You know, Logan Schuhart got the win, right? That's a that's a California race. That, tra that track is where, you know, Brad Sweet grew up, right? And him, Giovanni Selzy, like all these guys who grew up out here, they didn't win that race, right? Like it was a PA guy that freaking won that race. You know what I mean? Like those guys do, so, I mean, like when they're, when it's Pennsylvania, you don't even have to be an outlaw, right? If you're just part of the posse, like you are a contender to win the race. We're out here in California. That's not the same case. They don't just dominate out here like they do in PA. So I, that right there, I would definitely tip the scales to the posse. Okay. Like, because they, they do, when it comes to home field advantage, they're, they're the best in the business. I will give them that. That being what? said, I don't know if I would consider them the best full time no no and that's the when, hard thing when when i think of californian sprint cars and i know we're talking world of outlaws but yes man if you if you're just talking sprint cars in general i'm sorry pa but you're taking the back seat once again because you mm -hmm. got you got justin grant usac winner usac superstar Robert Blue, USAC champion. Um, Brian Clawson. I mean, look at everything Brian Clawson did in his racing career. Yeah. Jeff Gordon, for instance. Kyle Larson. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And it yeah. just... I'm and that's sorry. not even counting, you know, look at the guys coming up where you've got like yeah. Benny Kofoid yeah. or... You yeah. Know what I mean? Like I mean, there's... Still there. Mm-hmm. There's so for, many of those guys coming up. Something in the water in California... And then the guys are, they're good. Mm -hmm. They're really good. And they're going to the top forms of motorsports. And I'm sorry, Pennsylvania, but 
You don't have very many. No, that's that's the thing. That is the thing. And even on the World of Outlaw points championship run, there's there's still there's not very many. No, there's not. You know, the top, your top guys right now in terms of Brad Sweet, look where he's from. Exactly. California. Dual resume guy. Yeah. USAC winner, World of Outlaw winner. So I mean, it just <laughs> it's a slippery slope. I mean, even Carson Macedo. Mm-hmm. Look at everything he's accomplished in his young career. Yeah, exactly. And that's another another uh, California driver. Yeah. So, I mean, if anything, Bartlett, Tennessee's produced better racers. You got Sammy Swindell, Kevin Swindell, Jason Sides. I mean, it just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... It's a slippery slope. Like I know, I know, I got friends in PA right now. I was like, oh, dude, wait till I see you. Yeah, exactly. Wait till we're at the racetrack because you're gonna get an earful. And unfortunately, we're not wrong. No. I mean, the numbers don't lie. No, I mean, they don't. The good thing is we got Kyle Larson out there inflating them numbers, so that way. Yeah, that it's running away with it if you want to say that, but. I mean, PA's got some good race car drivers, some really good race car drivers, some really fast race car drivers, but there's a reason why guys from California move to the East Coast to race. Yes, there it's is. They're they're dominating their side of the the United States, and it's like, all right, if, if we want to get better and we want to go to the bigger states, we've got to go to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's the only good thing about Pennsylvania, that and Williams Grove. Yep. Yep. And look, when you talk about the the totals, right? I just did some quick math. Um, and I think this was I don't I don't know if this is counting uh Jacob Allen's win. I don't know if it is or not, but it's 299 to 277. PA's got 299 outlaw wins and California has 277. So like, I, that's surprising. You know, I can see it, right? Yep. I get it. I get the argument where you can sit there and you can go, Hey man, our dudes have won more than those guys have. Right. And I can get it. More championships. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But I can also see old, old Timmy, which I know that's not your real name, but we're just going to use that from the email. I can see old Timmy's argument being like, Hey man, uh, no, sorry. Yeah. You, you don't. Right? And that's fun. And I'll, I'll, I'll put my stick back into the fire and be like, all right, well, how many NASCAR championships that came out of Pennsylvania? Yeah. Don't worry. I'll wait. Yeah. Not, not, not none. Not, yeah. Zero. Yeah. Thanks to Kyle Larson and Kevin Harvick and Jeff Gordon for leading the pack there. And I'm sure there's a couple more that I'm missing, but we're talking sprint cars. And if, I mean, you want to talk about overall racing, man, it's, that's a whole, that's a whole nother can of worms. And once again, I'm sorry, but in my eyes, Pennsylvania's taking the back seat. Yeah. It's, it's a tough argument. I, Get it, one hundred percent. I understand, 
if I was from Pennsylvania and I was part of that whole vibe out there, you know, I, I got it right. The whole PA posse and the beer hill gang and all the stuff that goes with that. I like, I do those guys. I will put, Oh my God, dude. I, in terms (laughs) of fandom, yeah, we don't hold, we can't hold your ice chest. All right. Like it's not even close. Nope. It's not even close. Okay. But I, I can see I can see the argument. You know what I mean? I really can't. Oh, yes, yeah, PA has more wins. That I, I get that. But when it comes to the championships and the drivers and stuff like that, as big as a Stevie Smith fan I I am or was, right? I mean, obviously he doesn't race anymore, but I mean when he was racing, like I, I loved rooting for him. Um, I just it's hard for me to pick against the guys who have come out of come from California and like I said, we we just we summed it down just to the outlaws. I mean, you start throwing in the the different sprint car, oh, you stuff, start all star, all stars, and all that stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's um that list goes from ten to a couple. Yeah, it's a uh, hundred. Yeah, it it does. So, so yeah, there's your there's your uh your debate there, Timmy. Um. Yeah, but I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta side with you. You can tell your your buddy Shaq, whatever his real name is, that I'm a that I that I'm on. I'm on the side of California. All right. I'm gonna tell all my friends Shaq's been listening to my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure they're gonna be upset. So, but yeah, man. Uh, like I like I said, I get the argument. I really do. And going oh, into this weekend with 100%. with Williams Grove coming up, and you know. Jacob Allen just winning that Lincoln and everything like that. The PA Posse's riding high. I wish I could remember who it is. My buddy Lee, when he was working on a sprint car team, they had their their driver used to intentionally try to piss off the Posse. And he told me a story about <laughs> one time they won the race at Williams Grove and he went and parked on the backstretch. He parked on like the opposite side of whatever the the posse guys do. I cannot remember what he, it, it was like. He went and parked on the backstretch, got out, did the interview, told all of the PA posse fans that they had the real red rocket because of, you know, what's his name? Who had that, that red car that they called the red rocket? Who was that? Hodnett? I think it was Hodnett that used to have the, they, they called him the red rocket. I, I might be getting my names mixed up here. But I mean, literally, my buddy was like, dude, are you trying to get us killed? Like, what are you doing? Like, they had to, like, sneak out of Williams Grove that night because, like, and I cannot for the life of me. Yeah, I cannot for the life of me remember who the hell that driver was because he would intentionally try to piss off the posse. And the worst part was, if I'm remembering this correctly, he was from or he wasn't from PA, but he lived in PA. I think that's where the argument came from. I got to look this up, man, because I'm killing this story. But I just remembered this now. I'm going to have to look this. I'll have to look this up and, and, and tell the story when I get all my facts. That is 100% funny. correct. Yeah, because the dry, if I'm remembering correctly, the guy was not from PA, He but he now was living in PA. The posse was trying to like claim him. He was like, no, screw you. And they won some race. And so he like tried to just piss off the posse and it worked. Like it was like, just like, it was just like mayhem. This, I mean, this was years ago. This was like 15, 20 years ago. So I'll have to figure that out because I remember him telling me that they got back from the races that night. And I'm like, dude, what is your guy thinking? 
Like, what the hell? Yeah, I'll have to think of that. Because, yeah, those guys are, they're, they're hardcore, man. They are hardcore. And I'll give them that. They are yeah, hardcore. They are. Sprint car racing, baseball, football, college football, college baseball. It's just, you better pack a lunch because if you're going to argue with them, you're going to be there for a while. Yeah, yeah. In terms of fandom, man, they're nuts, dude. I remember my, you know, my grandpa was from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, you know, he lived out here in California. And he, and he <laughs> used to tell stories about, you know, going to the, the Steelers games and the, the Pirates games and stuff like that. And he was just like, they're nuts. Brutal. They're just nuts Brutal. back there. Yeah. So, but, you know, then again, I guess when you, when you grow up in a, you know, in an area that it's, you know, like minus 20 in the wintertime and it's, you know, steel mill mills and stuff like that, I guess it's going to, it's going to toughen you up, make you a hard, a hearty people. So, so yeah, there you go, Timmy. There's your, there's your debate. Me and Keith, uh, we pick your side on that California. And like I said, I'm sure all my, my PA, my PA friends, my, my fellow sim racers from PA are probably having a heart attack right now. So uh, you might want to watch back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, you guys, if you want to send us an email or comment or whatever, you can send it to ask three white at gmail.com and we will gladly talk about it. Even if it's settling a debate, this was a new one. I, I, I was surprised when we saw this one. I was like, this isn't really a question, but we'll all do it because it sounds interesting. So, so yeah, if you guys want to send us that, go right ahead. We'll be looking forward to getting it from you. But you guys, that's going to do it all for this week's episode. Um, as always, thank you guys very, very much for being here. And please do us a favor, you know, get out there, share the show, um, and, you know, like, download subscribe all that other good stuff that helps this thing keep growing like i said each week the numbers are getting better um it's slow it's a grind but it is getting better so thank you guys very much for that me and keith both really appreciate it and help us keep spreading the the good word so yeah that'll do it all for this week keith my man have an awesome weekend going to garth brooks saturday can't wait there you go enjoy the show man i i've never been to a garth brooks concert but i have a a, either a buddy of mine all but sold out yeah a buddy of mine um cole mcnally is probably the biggest garth brooks fan on earth i mean like dude just diehard garth brooks fan and he went to a show and it was like he said it was just like incredible like the most incredible thing ever so this morning on my way home from work, I was listening to a local AM radio station. Yeah, I'm getting old, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I was listening to a news station because I like to listen to the traffic because I got to, of course, take the interstate to come home. And mm-hmm. they were talking that they're estimating up to 250,000 people to be in Cincinnati this weekend for it. So, Oh, my God. Exciting. Yeah, so like we got... With COVID and everything that happened, Garth Brooks canceled his concert the last two years, which yes. is unfortunate. So he came out and was like, well, I'm going to do two nights in Cincinnati. So Friday night is going to be like a makeup, per se. And then Saturday night's his main date. And then The Who is also in town because they're playing Sunday. So it's it's going to be crazy. It's a good weekend to be in Cincinnati. Oh, Wow. Well, man, have fun and stay safe with all that chaos because that's going to be. I'm uh, not looking 
forward to that part. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. So big crowds and me don't don't mix very well. Yeah, I'm not into that it's neither. Only I just put myself in a bad situation. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be fun. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Yep, I do, Thanks. man. So everybody else out there, I hope you all have a great weekend. And until next time, as always, take care. <laughs>